Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. You can find our podcast Instagram at Happy and Single. And today is episode 45 of this podcast. Man, that is that is crazy. The, the higher these numbers go of how many podcasts we've done. Wow. That is just really cool. And today, there's a topic that's been coming up this week. And the topic is, I don't know exactly what to call it, but it's along the lines, you know, one person was saying there's just, there's just no people around, around them that they really want to date. And another person was saying that the ratios are off. In the particular town that they live in. So I'm not sure which one of those camps you guys fall into, if any. But I know there's plenty of people out there that are really asking the question. Like, if there's nobody here, where am I going to find my person? You know, and the more I pondered and thought about that. Guys. We really do find what we're looking for. And we live in a global world. We live in a world where you can, I mean, you can travel very simply to somebody else. In five hours, I can be across the entire United States. In, you know, 12 hours, I can be halfway across the world. Or thereabouts. We place so many limitations on ourselves. Like, oh, well, there's just, not, there's just not people around. There are people around. And the other thing that I would say, you know, especially with the, the person that shared with me, they, they felt their ratios were like 10 to 1. They felt there were 10 guys for every one girl in the particular town that they lived in. We don't have to worry about that, guys. Because the same inner wisdom, the same inner voice that can guide you to do anything else in your life, when it's the right time for you, it can guide you to your person. And sometimes you guys might think like, man, this guy talks about this inner wisdom, this inner voice thing a lot. I do. And, and I hope to talk about it even more because... That's all there is, guys. When we settle down and when we sit in that quiet place, like, we will have the answers. And it's so funny. I'm, I'm laughing right now. And I know I mentioned this on plenty of podcasts, but there, there's a car that definitely needs a, a muffler. <laughs> driving in the distance and, and other stuff happening. And sometimes like we have that same type of noise, but it's in our head. It's all of this crazy leprechaun thinking that we have that it sounds really clever. It's like, well, the answer is obvious. The reason that I can't find my person is because they don't exist or because there's just not enough people to go around. Guys, there. There are some people that go on plenty of dates 
And there are some people that go on zero dates. And it doesn't even matter whether people feel that's fair or not. At the end of the day, people get to choose. We get to choose whether who we want to go out with. Just being very honest, I'm the guy that normally says no. Unless I am totally ecstatic out of my mind to go out with somebody, I say no. And that's okay. And you guys can do the exact same thing. I'm not telling you guys to settle. And especially I would find, especially in the situations where people don't feel that their person is there or they don't feel there's many options. That's a case where most people would probably think about settling. Like even then, I highly recommend to not do that. Every single one of us has seen somebody in our lives that feel that either the, the, the husband or the wife is out of the other person's league or out of our version or our perception or our thinking and our thought-created reality of what we think this other person should be with. And guess what? That other person doesn't care. What if you could begin to create your own thought-created reality? Because we do it all the time. Like, what if you could just consciously do it? And what if you could continue to... What if you could continue to show up the way that you want to? So, so many people, especially that are single, spend so much time sitting around waiting and watching life go by them. I did for so many years. There is no judgment here. You know, and then I came across this understanding that it's like, oh my goodness, I, I, can, I can be happy and single? You're kidding me. No, I have to be married to be happy. We don't. It's simply the thought that we have to be married in order to be happy that's keeping us frustrated and miserable. Well, I had an interesting conversation with somebody and I told them, man, if I would have just understood this understanding, what I'm sharing with you guys, this powerful understanding that we have this inner wisdom, whatever it is you guys want to call it, doesn't matter to me. For me, it's, it really comes from that place of spirit and heavenly father. And you know, I call it the inner voice and plenty of other things. But it doesn't matter what you call it, guys. This works. I am sharing with you guys the exact same thing that I teach my clients. That I teach my paying clients. I know this sounds super simple. I really do. You know, I... I'm in a, a course yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And it's, and it's a course with my mentor, Michael Neal. It's called Going Deeper. And one of the things I realized this morning is it doesn't matter how we get to this inner wisdom. It really doesn't. You go through whatever door you want. And, and the way I kind of see it is there's, like in the Chronicles of Narnia, there's all these doors. Or sorry, not in the Chronicles of Narnia, there's only one wardrobe in the first one. But they never go back through the wardrobe to get there again. They get there, 
they, they arrive in Narnia different ways. And I think it's the same with us when we reach this feeling. Like sometimes I reach there by getting in this really relaxed state. And other times I, I try to recreate that and it doesn't work as well. And other times I get there just by engaging, just by showing up and engaging in the life that I want to live. There is something electric. Actually, I, I want to make one more point first and then I'll go back to that as long as I remember to. But there was a man named Sidney Banks that he was the creator of what's called the three principles. And he would get so annoyed like all the time when all these people would follow him and be like, tell us more, teach us more. Well, what occurred to me this morning is for, for Sidney Banks, this was kind of common sense. It was like, well, duh, I have this inner wisdom that teaches me and tells me what to do and where to go. And so does everybody else. So why don't people stop asking me and start listening? That's why you would get frustrated. Guys, I'm, I'm, not saying to get, I'm not saying to get frustrated if you don't understand or get what I'm talking about. But I am telling you, this is the most powerful thing I have to share with you. That every single one of us has this inner wisdom, is guided all the time by it in every decision of our life. We can always go to it. And we're just letting go of our thinking and we're getting closer and closer to these answers that we're looking for. So coming back now to the topic, um, there is something electric about people that are just anxiously engaged in their life. There is. There's just, there is something so exciting about it. Not in a fake way. Like some people pretend to be engaged in life and like, oh, look at this awesome stuff that I'm doing. And they're not really doing anything they love. They're doing stuff that they think other people want to see on their, on their social media so people will think they're awesome. That's not what I'm pointing to. What I'm pointing to is living your adventure, living the life that you want to live, regardless of what anyone's going to say about it. Who cares? It doesn't matter. We don't have to live our lives on social media. You know, there's, there's a song, it's called Simple by, I believe it's Florida Georgia Line. You know, and it, and it says, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to edit it because I try to keep this podcast super clean. But they basically say, and who gives a care about, you know, who looks at all this stuff on Instagram? Nobody cares. Nobody cares about the life that you're showing that you're pretending to live. Because if the message doesn't equal the feeling that you have, people know you're full of it. I'm just being honest with you guys. When, when I'm real, when I'm engaged, people connect with that. And when I'm not, people don't. The same goes for whatever message that you're sending. Whatever message that you're sending to these people around you, these potential, potential suitors, I guess, is one way to look at it. I mean, in a funny way, it's like I'm thinking of the analogy of Cinderella for some reason. In a Cinderella, you've got these very well-to-do stepsisters that they're pretending they're awesome. And they're like, oh, I'm awesome at this and I'm awesome at this. And here's Cinderella, this little housemaid. 
but she was also a decent person. Guys, we can see through that. Every one of us can see through that. I've shared before, but I've turned down some very attractive girls because it was a beautiful, beautiful house on the outside and there were no lights on inside. It doesn't matter what you look like on the outside. Don't get me wrong. Like, yes, certain people are going to be attracted to you and others might not. But I'm telling you, the one, you can't control that. You can get yourself in the best shape possible. But it's about this energy that we have. Don't worry about the things you can't control. Like I said, I have seen people that per se bat out of their league. And it's actually more intriguing than anything else. And, you know, even sometimes people that have this really incredible energy and other people that have a more subtle, lower energy that are together, I've seen that. And you do, you ask the question, you're like, wow, how did this person end up with this person? Well, they probably just asked for what they wanted. And you know the funny thing, though? The other person was just as happy. You get to make your choices. But if you're going around holding up the sign that I'm not good enough, I'm, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not whatever enough, that does not come from your inner wisdom. That does not come from your inner voice. The voice of God, as my mentor says, does not think you suck. The voice of God thinks you're pretty amazing. So what do you do? You make the most out of yourself, guys. I mean, especially if you're in a place that has very, very few, you know, whatever person you're looking for. I know some places have more girls than guys and other places have more guys than girls. Then you've got to make yourself stand out. But not for the sake of standing out. For the sake of just living your life. What, what if you never, ever met your person? Ever. Like you were single for the rest of your life. What would you do with your life? I mean, yeah, absolutely. That would, that would stink and that would be frustrating because I know that's something that most of us that are listening to this want. But when we come from that place, when we come from that frame of mind... It's okay. Like when we get to the point and we can accept it, we're okay. Like so many of us, so many of us want to pretend that we're not single. We want to pretend that no, I don't live there. I don't live in that crappy town. (laughs) We do, guys. This is where you're at. And there's a cool scripture in a book called Doctrine and Covenants, which you know, basically tells these, these, uh, this, these group of people, it says, guys, plan on like you're going to be here for a while. Guys, plan on like you're going to be single for a while. Live the life that you want to live. I, being honest, absolutely. I, I want to be with the girl of my dreams. Totally. Hands down. I would take that. 
And also the life that I'm living is pretty fun. My life isn't perfect. My life isn't... I've got plenty of challenges, guys. But there's something about just getting engaged in your life. I'm sitting here laughing because some of these analogies that have been coming to me today as I've just been pondering of what I'm going to say to you guys just randomly throughout the day. And the one is from the movie Catch Me If You Can. And there's this part that Leonardo DiCaprio's character is talking about these two mice that fell into a bucket of cream. Well, one or a bucket of milk. Sorry, I, I spoiled it. Oh, well, uh, a bucket of milk and one drowned and the other kept swimming until he turned it into cream. I think that's actually a really cool analogy. So many of us are like, well, there's nobody here. There's nobody for me. I'm never going to get married. Oh, what a world. I'm melting. I'm melting. Whatever shall I do? We do that. We let ourselves melt, you know, in, into that bucket of milk instead of just paddling and turning it into cream. I don't mean even pretending that you're in it, like that you're in a better situation than you are. I mean actually creating the situation that you want to create. Every morning, I remind myself who I am. I have a statement of probably between 15 and 20 like sentences that I read every morning. And I have another long-form paragraph of 8 to 10 paragraphs of the life that I want to create. It just reminds me every day who I am because everyone else is going to tell you who you are. And it doesn't matter whether whoever they think you are. It only matters who you want to be. Guys, do you remember the time when you were kids and we would just play and we would just have so much fun and we would pretend? I remember being in the, in the backyard of my grandma's house playing with my, playing like, you know, baseball with my cousin. And we would be like, oh, you know, insert whatever baseball player here is up to bat. And there's, and there's two outs, and there's two strikes, and there's three balls. And it's the last, you know, it's the last inning of the, you know, of the World Series, of Game 7. You know, like we put, we, we do all this stuff. And it's like, oh, there's one man on, and they're down by one. Guys, whatever happened to that? What happened to that sense of play, that sense of adventure, that sense of taking things on that we wanted to take on, of living our life? I know we really do come back to this theme quite often of leaving your adventure and following your inner voice. But guys, that, that's what everything comes back to. When you get engaged in your life, it is amazing. There are some people in Hollywood that at least they're not my particular taste. I mean, you know, women that other men might find attractive that I just don't. 
But it doesn't matter. They've, t- they've taken what they have and they've made themselves into legends. I mean, they're in movies, they're in film, they're in everything because they stopped worrying about all the crazy leprechaun thinking they were having in their head and they just went forward anyways. Sometimes I sit down super excited to do the podcast. Other times I'm like, oh my goodness, it's Saturday and I have to get a podcast out and by tonight. Like... You know, sometimes it just kind of depends, but regardless, it doesn't matter. There's only one single thing that matters. Will I show up? Will I show up? Will I follow what this inner voice is directing me to do? Do you guys realize how many times the word wisdom is used in the scriptures and probably in other religious texts? A lot. Why? Because they knew! These wise people knew that real wisdom comes from our source, whatever that is for you. It's this living spring of water that has every answer you could ever need or want. That's where it all comes from. There's a cool scripture that literally says, Oh, be wise. What can I say more? That's it. Well, guys, when we, when we act from true wisdom, our lives are amazing. They really are. Our lives can be so incredible and so wonderful when we just take the steps. There's a cool analogy in, it's a parable analogy and story about a man's dream named, named Lehi in a book called The Book of Mormon. And a, a podcast that I was listening to called Don't Miss This was basically talking about like, you know, what, what can you use this as an example for in your life? You know, how have you gotten out of dark times? And, and it came to me almost immediately. You know, there's this iron rod that they all follow to get to the tree. Well, the iron rod, we call that the word of God. That's just whatever God tells you to do. Whether that comes from the scriptures, whether that comes from that inner voice. So all you have to do is listen. So hold on to that rod, listen, and then take steps forward. So oh, coming back to this, what, what, like practically, what do you do? If you're in that case where you're, where you're looking to date and you're not finding people around you. I mean, one thing that comes to my mind that I've <clears throat> already said is just go have fun. Go have fun and get engaged in the projects you're going to get engaged in. And then like in a more practical purpose, if you want to, there's plenty of dating apps and, and they have options where you can basically see anybody in the world. At least some of them do. Cool. If that, if that occurs to you to, you to do, go ahead. And you might think, oh my goodness, I could never make enough money to you know, have to fly and you know, date somebody in this other state or other place or whatever. Guys, there's a really cool, uh, cool phrase I came across in the book, The Artist's Way, this week. And Julia Cameron talks about it and she says, guys, stop saying no, just say maybe. And she says, say maybe, and then 
like magic and mystery will appear. I have seen that in my life. I really have. I've seen that where I've, I've taken certain risk and I've, you know, everything just kind of, well, I mean, I, everything kind of worked out, even though I had no idea how I was going to get there. It just works out. And what I'm referring to is, which plenty of you guys have heard, is the time I went to London back in like, you know, many, quite a few years ago now. But I just made a decision I was going and then everything fell into place. And I went and had a wonderful time. We worry so much more about what could go wrong. Guys, you can't control what's going to go wrong. Of course stuff's going to happen. I mean, this is life. Our only job is to not worry so much about it, not go so attached to it. But this could go wrong, and this could go wrong, and this person could turn me down. Okay, cool. So a person turns you down. What does it matter? Well, and it's, and this is, it's, I don't know if this really relates, so we'll see if it does, and if it does, cool, and if not, whatever. So I happen to be, you know, up, up in Minnesota right now, and I love Mexican food. Like, love, 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 love Mexican food. And I tried one place, and it was like a chain restaurant, and it was like pretty good, but the portions were like zilch, and I really wasn't too thrilled with that particular place. But I asked a local, you know, that happens to also work for one of the, um, you know, work for a place that just knows, you know, she kind of knows what's up in, in the town. And so I just asked her, I was like, Hey, do you know any good Mexican restaurants? And so she mentioned this one called Los Arcos. It was like 20 minutes out of town. So it probably did pop up on Google when I searched, but I saw it was like 20 minutes out of town. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> and she was like, Joseph, just go. Well, I went last night and it was so good. I, and now I would happily drive those other 20 minutes. You can't let your tainted experiences impact your future. I mean, we do. I'm not saying you can't, but like, it just doesn't help us. It doesn't serve us, guys. Every single one of us has had bad experiences in relationships. I mean, what if you looked at it as if you were like a 16-year-old and you were one that was super excited about dating and you just felt you could date any person that you wanted to? Who would you go up and talk to that you wouldn't otherwise? Who would you go talk to right now if you weren't scared? And one of the things we've done on the It's Possible Guy page, if you don't follow it on Instagram, we're doing this really cool, really cool campaign. And one of the things we do is Fearless Friday. Go do something that scares you. And last night, there was, there was a particular you know, girl I found attractive at the restaurant. And I just went up and like, I ended up talking to her table. But she really didn't, she just didn't say that much. But I went up and talked to him. And it turned out the guy I was talking to was her boyfriend, so. <laughs> That's probably why she didn't say very much. That's okay. 
But I did it. It's not that big a deal. If she was alone, I might have talked to her. I mean, we, it's okay to read the room. And your fearless is going to be different than somebody else's fearless. For you fearless might just be simply walking up and saying hi to somebody. Not even asking for their number, not even flirting. And for another person, their fearless might be walking up and flirting and having, having a good time. I've been watching the show Community lately. I'd never seen it before, but I happened to start watching it and I actually find it super funny. And one of the lead characters, Joel McHale, you know, he's a, I mean, he's a pretty good looking guy. He's an all right looking guy. But it's really interesting just watching how his confidence and the way that he perceives himself changes his character from like all right looking to you know being like the stud of the show what if you guys believe that you were like the stud or studette of your life like what if you could walk into a room and just know absolutely like you were every single person in the room was going to look at you like, I have walked into rooms and met people that have that type of charismatic energy. I remember a lady, she had to at least be over 50. And this was at a time, this was a few years back. But I still remember walking into this room and, like, she just had this incredible energy that I just wanted to talk to her. And, like... And just being honest, you kind of start throwing out, like, not that I not that I was seriously considering, like, asking her on a date or anything, but she had this level of energy that every person in the room probably just wanted to walk up and talk to her. She was electric. There's something about that, guys. There's something about being comfortable in your own skin and showing up with the best way that you can. Your best is not somebody else's best. You know, one of the stories that was told this week was how, you know, Sidney Banks, this, you know, this lead, the, the creator of the three principles, you know, how... I can't remember the exact story, but the bottom line is, you know, somebody thought that they were going to have the same experiences as Sid Banks and they didn't or something along those lines. And the bottom line is inner wisdom is going to direct you differently than somebody else. It really will. Guys, and, and I don't mean even if in a fake it till you make it type way, you know, being the stud or stud ed of the room. I mean, just showing up and being you. When you let go of all your preconceived notions and of all, of all your thinking and all the stories that you tell yourself about who you were years ago or who you are now, you're back left with who you are. And every single one of us is a spiritual being having, like, having a human experience. And there's going to be challenges and there's going to be rough times. But when you can tap into that spiritual being, 
Man, it is fire. It is so powerful and so exciting. And, and I just want to come back to this point because I know there's plenty of people that really question their looks. You know, they question their looks, they question their weight, they question all of these things. I'm telling you guys. And that's, you know, the reason I share some of these stories is sometimes it just doesn't matter. You know, I recently talked to a girl that, I mean, she was in shape and she was cute, but she wasn't a bombshell by any means. And her energy was just electric. It was. I mean, her, her energy was just amazing. Now, she also happened to be married, so I, I definitely did not talk to her like that. I, I totally respect that of somebody being married. But guys, just by tapping into your life, you will be amazed at what level of energy that you can create. And I'm kind of thinking now of, I don't know, that, that type of power that's created when somebody's like pedaling a bike and it powers a light or something like that. That's us. The more you're engaged in your life, the more you light up. But not for the sake of getting anything. I'm engaged in my life because I just enjoy doing a lot of really cool stuff. It's not so that I can have this, this person someday. Of course it's going to help. There is a celebrity factor, which is kind of what we're talking about also, of rising to the top. I remember a, a, a good friend of mine that is older that would tell, you know, oftentimes tell girls, is like, hey, get, get made up. Like, make yourself look the best that you can, whatever you got. Because you know, some girls would think that makeup wasn't natural or whatever, so they wouldn't want to wear it. And, and that's fine. And there, there's no judgment. Like, but make yourself look the best that you can. I mean, I've been selling a lot of stuff here at the house that I'm at because we're just getting rid of a lot of stuff. And you kind of like... I mean, I guess the house in, the house is probably a better example than the stuff I've been getting rid of. And when you're selling a house, you spruce it up. When you get a house on the market, you spruce it up. In, in plenty of cases, and I know I'm speaking to a single audience here, but when somebody gets divorced, one of the first things that plenty of people do is get back in shape. <laughs> so here they are in their married life. They don't have time to get in shape. But plenty of times, girls will go back and you know, spend whatever time they need in the gym to get in shape. And I'm not saying you have to do that. I'm just using that as an example of being at our best. Guys, we, we are physical creatures. It is okay. You know, I remember, you know, and I think really like, if you think that it's not like you have to get with somebody that you don't find attractive or I'm not exactly that. Like 
my, my point is, it's okay to want to be attracted to somebody that you're going to date or marry. I think it's, it's paramount. If you don't connect as a whole, I'm not saying they have to be the most gorgeous person in the world. As I've shared before, plenty of times the, the most gorgeous person, we're, they're, there's no lights on behind. And what I mean by that is there's just a different type of energy that isn't there for you. You get to mar- you marry, you date the entire package. And somebody else dates your entire package. The looks, the physical fitness, and all the other challenges that you go through. You marry it all. You date it all. What, like each of us per se are a little bit like selling a house. The more we spruce ourselves up, the more people, the more buyers you're going to have. And the more buyers you have on a property, the more, you know, the, the better money you usually make. Okay. I, I know I'm, I know I'm kind of spinning on that, on that one a little bit, but guys, if, if, especially if you're in a place with nobody hardly, you got to rise to the top. But do it for you. And I think you also have to be open to opportunities when they arise. If you feel like you live in a place that you don't get many opportunities, when you see a person that looks like resembles what you would like to be with, go talk to them. Walk up, say hi. Say hi. I mean, and if you're concerned about how to introduce yourself, you can simply walk up to someone and say, hi, my name is blank. I mean, don't say blank. Say your actual name. I know, too much. But like, you can walk up to anybody and just talk to them, guys. I mean, especially girls, like you can walk up to a guy and sometimes when you're thinking you're out of their league, sometimes people are thinking the exact same thing about you. Because that's just how we think. I know there's been times in my life that I haven't felt quote-unquote worthy to date certain girls. I'm just being very honest and and slightly vulnerable with you guys. You know, so much so that I was so in my head in certain circumstances that I made some really, really bad choices. (laughs) It totally shot myself in the foot. Various times in my life. Maybe you have a much better overall package than you could possibly imagine. You ever thought about that? Have you ever thought that you might have so much more going on for you than you could ever imagine? And even if you feel like you don't, it's probably a pretty good idea to feel like you do. Not in a fake way. But in a way of like, hey, I've really got something to offer here. So often we feel like, you know, those things that are thrown away. Well, funny enough, there was a, there was a particular bed that I got rid of. You know, and I ended up selling it for like 50 bucks and it was in really good condition. And normally it's like 200. There were so many people that were interested in that. 
And I'm sitting there like, but wait, like it's, you know, it's, it's all in parts and it's all in pieces. And I don't even know if every single piece is there. And sometimes we feel like that. We're like, ah, oh, guys, like, man, do you know what, do you know what I've been through in my life? I mean, do you realize, like, you don't get to whatever age you're at, you know, you, you might tell this to yourself, you don't get to whatever age I'm at without having been through some really real stuff. Who cares? How does that story serve you? How does that story help you? How does that story help you get what you want? It doesn't. Do you know what helps you get what you want? Showing up and asking for what you want. That's what helps you get what you want. It is so much better. And I'm not saying to always lay all your cards on the table. I mean, there's been a few circumstances that I have laid all my cards on the table and they haven't worked out. But they knew absolutely how I felt. And I can live with that. I can live with being told no. I mean, yeah, they're just, they're just saying, hey, that's, that's not for me. Okay, cool. And then I can let it alone. Guys, you don't have to worry so much about all the stuff you've been through. Who cares? Nobody cares. I don't mean that, I don't mean that in an offensive way, but honestly, like, nobody cares. It's like, you know, one time I was, there was a business partner that, that did me wrong for a lot of potential money. And I told everybody about it for an entire summer. I was like, you wouldn't believe we had this company. It, it, it was valued at this much money. And he totally stabbed me in the back. And people listen to be polite, but they're all thinking in their head, I really don't care. I've had people do that to me too. It's like, no, you don't understand, but it was lots of money and it was this and it was this and nobody cares, guys. I mean, now you are going to meet that person that's going to want to hear that about you. You know, that's going to want to go back to your, your hometown with you and hear every story that you have about your life. The good, the bad, the challenging, the everything. Because they're going to want to know everything about you. But most people don't. <laughs> and we have a tendency to information vomit. Like, I'm definitely really bad at this. You know, you go on a first date, you're like, well, you know, I, I'm, this, I'm this old. I've been in this many relationships. I was engaged in, you know, and we add on anything else. It's almost like we're just throwing stuff at them to say, okay, I don't want to get involved if you're not going to, if you don't already understand all the stuff I've been through. And if you're not okay with it, I don't want to deal with it. I remember a particular, you know, case that after I'd known a girl for, I don't know, it was probably two or three weeks. You know, like, I think she was a bit frustrated and all of a sudden she just out of nowhere, she's like, oh, I've been divorced. And this was back when I was a lot younger. So this is probably like 10 years ago or something. And I'm like, oh, you know, back then, like that was, you know, like that, that was a shock and probably more the way she portrayed it. It was almost like she wanted to tell that to me to be like, 
either get in or get out. You know, it's, I don't know. You know, I, I, I couldn't read her mind or anything, obviously. But sometimes we do that stuff, guys. Like, I, I don't know if you're going to love me. And so before I get hurt, you got to know this about me. You got to know I'm broken. You got to know I'm broken this way and this way and this way. I had an interesting thought today. So many of you are working so much more on the path of healing. Or you're going down these paths of being broken and how you're going to heal it. You may be on the wrong path. For me, healing has come from more letting go of just my thinking that I've had around my life and getting engaged in the life that I want to create. That's where it's come from. And so for you, you, you may be like, have you guys ever been to a national park or something where they've got all these different trails? And they're, you know, and so using that as an example, there might be this trail that you really, really want to go on, but you're like, oh my goodness, that's an expert course. I've got to go on this, you know, the, I'll use a snowboarding example. It's like, oh no, that's a, that's a black diamond. And I used to be a good skier. I used to be a good snowboarder, but that's a black diamond. I, I've got to go back to the bunny hill. I've got to heal. I, I've got to test my, I've got to test my board. I've got to make sure I'm good again. Guys, go on, go on whatever hill you want. Stop thinking that you're broken. You're not broken. You only think that you're broken. You only think that you're messed up. You only think that people, you know, have hurt. Well, I mean, people have hurt us, but unless somebody's actually physically hurt you, the only thing that's left are the scars of the memories. And yeah, those can be painful. I get it. I really do. But it's only those moments are not happening anymore. It's only they're thinking about those moments. All you're doing is you're being trapped in your thoughts. Those experiences are not actively happening to you anymore. You know, especially when people bring that stuff up, you know, sometimes people will just like bring bad memories up thinking it'll help you. Sometimes it does. Often cases it doesn't. The most healing process I've ever been through, or one of them that's really helped, is the artist's way. If you go through the artist's way and dedicate time to it each day, you will be astounded at what happens in your life. Guys, you're not broken. You're not messed up. There's nothing wrong with you. You simply got to start showing up and playing the game you want to play. If you want to date a certain, per certain person, make it known. Show interest in that person. If there's nobody around you to date, then start putting it out into the, for lack of better terms, putting it out into the universe. This is what I want. And you may just find them. Remember, guys, you're doing so much better than you think you are. Just listen to this inner wisdom. I'd even invite you guys, as we finish this podcast, just take a moment right now and ask that inner voice in you, what is it from this podcast today that I need to apply in my own life? And then go do it. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, 
It's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on, and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes, so you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the it's possible guy and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.